and welcome back to the Hawk Talk podcast. This week we've got another content creator. And when I say content creator, holy smokes. Bob Dunn, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. You create a lot of content. That is, what does Bob Dunn do? Bob, Bob <laughs> writes content. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I'm curious, what what kind of got you into creating content? I mean, you've got, obviously, you've got a blog, bobwp.com, um, which is where I think most people in the WordPress community would know you from. But it's not just that. I mean, you podcast, you do videos, you do a little bit of everything. Where did that kind of all stem from? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because I was thinking about that one day, and I th- I believe you know, we had a marketing business for like about 17 years before I got into WordPress. So we did the graphic design, copywriting, all that. And that was a lot of that was pre, you know, social media times and Mm -hmm. actually print design. I'm thinking it probably really happened the same time I got into WordPress. So I got into WordPress because, hey, one thing, easy to do a site. I, I hated HTML. I hated anything <laughs> to do with coding. So it was like, oh, I can finally do my own site. Maybe I can do some for clients. Then I was also intrigued by the blogging aspect of it. So I started blogging a little bit. My wife being the writer, she actually dove into the blogging quicker than I did with her own blog. And I think what transpired over time was you know, by say 2010, I started, had started doing more workshops. I was doing presentations. I was mm-hmm. finding, I was enjoying teaching people stuff. Yeah. So it was helping and teaching people and that just mixed in with the content. It was like, what better way can I do this? I mean, I can go and do workshops, but I can do this via a blog post. And then over time, it's like, okay, there's video, there's podcasting, there's all these things Mm -hmm. that I can bring in all this different media. And I can still keep doing that same thing. Yeah, I mean, the teaching aspect for me as well is just something that I always just fall right back to. I love the idea of teaching. I run the WordPress meetup here in town. And that's one of the, we're actually talking about that this morning, the, the ways that we can kind of give back. And that's something where, you know, I I tell people, no matter what level you're at in WordPress, you're always ahead of somebody else. So that knowledge that you have, somebody else is looking for that knowledge. And that problem that you just solved, well, somebody else is looking for that solution. So, you know, some people, they come to the meetups and they're just so afraid to, you know, get up and speak because, oh, I'm not an expert. That's you guys. We're not looking for experts. We're looking for people that know stuff. And yeah, I think that that aspect of it, being able to kind of put that back into your blog and into the content that you're creating is 100%. Like that's where it all should stem from. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, and I, I'm a, one of those lifetime learners. So mm-hmm. the creating content, educating people, I'm out constantly educating myself. I mean, you know, through the podcast, it's a podcast on e-commerce. I don't know it everything about e-commerce, but I sure am learning a lot about it. And it's because I have all these people that know a heck of a lot more than me on the podcast. And I love that learning aspect, which means I can pass it on and okay, I've learned this. So here now I can share it with you. Right. So when you come up with an idea for a, for a new 
you know, piece of content, new blog post or something that you want to write, like the first thing that you have to do is you have to go and dive deep into it, get a really good knowledge of that topic. And then based on what you've learned, then you can kind of put your spin on it. Right. Exactly. Yep. That's it. And there's a lot of times, you know, that, I mean, I just, did a post that I haven't published yet, but it came out of a, something on Twitter. I, somebody said, Oh, Bob, your, uh, your videos aren't showing on amp. You know, I have that mm-hmm. set up for mobile. And I said, well, what's going on? I didn't even know this. Well, he gave me a solution. I was able to fix it. And I thought, Oh, there's a post. I just learned. He taught me something. I can now pass it on to everybody else. Hey, I screwed up. Hopefully you won't screw up like I did. <laughs> Here's a solution. Absolutely. That's, that's such a great, you know, I mean, speaking of that, like you've, when you, how are you kind of coming up with your topic ideas? I mean, are you putting together like a a content calendar? Yeah. You know, I do in a way I'm, I'm, I wish I could say there was a nice smooth method I did. (laughs) Just things pop into my head. And since I write so much on, you know, WordPress plugins and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. it's like a never ending pool. Oh, that's sure. a cool plugin. Let me pull that in. What does this do? You know, I know, or what kind of a, like you said, spin angle, whatever on yeah. blogging or it's just, it, there's tons of stuff out there and all I have to do is watch and listen. And it's like ideas just pop into my head. That's awesome. And you know, when you think about like, even on a plugin, you, you, there's so many different angles to take because you can say like, you talked about WooCommerce. Well, you could easily do a comparison post on here's three different e-commerce plugins, or you could talk about a training, like here's how to really make your products pop using this particular plugin. So right. all those different angles, it's, it's not just one thing that you can, you can really take something that seems like it's just one topic and you know, you can really spin it into a whole series of, of content. Oh yeah. It's that, it's that repurposing thing. I mean, there's tons of stuff, you know, one idea can just spur another, another, another. And on top of that, like you're not just talking about writing a blog post because you could turn that into a video. If you wanted to do a screen share or, you know, like a screen cap where you're kind of walking somebody through, I actually just found a really great, um, I don't want to really call them podcasts, but it's a blog series where it's a, a guy talking about Beaver Builder. I think it's called um, Can It Be Done with Beaver Builder. I'll put a link in the in the show notes, but it's fantastic. It's, uh, you know, it's got the full screen of him finding a page on the internet and saying, you know, can I rebuild that in Beaver Builder? And then go oh, cool. and just walking straight through. So you get to literally see every single thing that he does. So again, going back to that whole teaching thing, such a great way. Have you ever done anything along those lines? You know, that's interesting. I, I would just, I was thinking, you know, I probably have, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, it is always, you know, I, what I'm doing right now is I'm actually going through some of my older blog posts and adding a video to each one because oh, I, just, I just, I just want to, I think, okay, I walk through this plugin. I can do a five, 10 minute video of the same thing I'm talking about. Just again, it's that like, said repurposing getting people because i'm not one to 
people, I, I get really boring if I just talk on a video. People, I'm going to put people to sleep if I can show <laughs> them and teach them something. I can't be this inspirational, you know, just motivating and yeah, do this, 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 or whatever. For me, yeah. I get on video, it's like I need to teach you something, I need to show you something. That's yeah. what I do best. So, yeah, and I, I think that's a super valuable type of post anyway. That's yeah. the, I, if I'm looking for a solution to something, I, I want kind of that no nonsense, get in, show me what I need to see and go. Like I don't yeah. need the, the song and dance to go with it. But you know, you talk about repurposing pro, uh, content, like that's such a great way to, you know, we talked to, we both talked to so many people who are mm-hmm. kind of just getting started with a blog and, Oh, I've got this idea, but you know, um, how am I going to get all of the content for it? And, you know, after you've kind of had this content, a year goes by, uh, things change slightly. So, you know, getting people to even think about the whole idea of repurposing that content, taking a new fresh look. Hey, a year ago I had this thought process on this solution, but now I do it this way. All of those things, like your own bucket of content is just another great well for just kind of digging back in. Yeah, exactly. And I do a lot of repurposing. I'll look at some of my more um, high rank posts. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people are obviously learning from it. And I'll go in and buff it up or I'll just redo it and say, you know, I, if I'm talking about plugin, this plugin has changed in the last 18 months. Yeah. So I just change and basically republish it and say, you know, here it is again. And it just kind of continues that stream of, uh, you know, readers visitors and yeah it's I, I love repurposing I, I live for it so you kind of touched on looking at stats what uh, what is your kind of stat of choice are you do you use like a Google Analytics yeah yeah I look at that and I look mostly at I you know I could get buried in that stuff oh for but, sure yeah you know but I I look at what ranks what what people are looking and I've, I've discovered so much through my site testing stuff that my site is not I don't I guess I can say I don't build a community around my site and I don't necessarily even want to say I'm sure there's readers that come to my site a lot but my site is primarily organic search people are typing in for one solution they go to my site they find that solution they're gone okay and that is my audience and I've learned that over time because I've I've tried to monetize. I mean, I am monetizing my site. And so it's constantly tweaking it and looking at this and thinking, okay, I'm not here to sell people other stuff. I'm here to give them one solution. If I can, you know, help them through that solution. And if that includes getting them to click through and buy that particular product, great. But they're not going to roam around and just say, oh, let me see what else is on this site. They're they're coming there because they're freaked out about something. Hopefully they've left it solved, you know. Right. So do you, do you try to capture those folks like in any other kind of way, like through like a newsletter sign up or anything like that? You know, I have tried everything in the freaking world as far as capturing and I cannot, I, I, I think I would literally need a net and to just, <laughs> or a cage, you know, with a little bit of cheese in it and lure them in or something because even my subscribe newsletter, I've I've tried newsletters in the past and my audience doesn't really care about that. I have a, you know, a week uh weekly roundup that just goes out RSS feed. Here's a week if you want it. I get some subscribers there, but 
it's it's turned into such a um i guess single problem solving site yeah that that's what i've got to work on i mean i've tried many different things and i've tried people you know other things to get them to move on but it becomes more of a distraction than anything because they, they just want to focus on that post this is something that i think people need to hear because you know, again, people who are starting out with a blog, they've got these grandioso ideas of what they're going to do. Um, but, you know, we can talk to somebody like you who you've been doing this. Like, how long have you been blogging now? About, oh, what is it? About 11 years. 11 years. I'm just looking at a page on your blog right now, and I'm seeing a post from the 9th and the 7th and the 6th and the 3rd and the 2nd and the 1st. You are posting on a regular basis. This is a lot of content. And I don't think people really understand the amount of time that goes into that content creation. And even for somebody like you who is putting out solid, really informative, great content, you just said you are having trouble getting folks to sign up for a newsletter and that it might even be a distraction to them to getting to the content that they need. People who are starting off need to know that, that they're, they're not going to just generate, oh, you know, I plan on writing one piece of content a week and it's just going to, you know, bump me up in the rankings and blah, blah, blah. That's really just the start of it. I mean, this is, a, this is probably a learning process you've learned a thousand times over, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and like I said, I've tried everything in – one way or another. I mean, you know, I've done the online courses and stuff, certain things that just didn't click with me, but it is, it's, it's, I think, you know, you, you build a site and you're going to develop a certain way and you're going, you know, people are okay that you sell a product and that's, you focus on that product and you get people to buy that product and you may have a blog and everything kind of funnels them to that product with me there's no real funneling it's it's like um wild wild west it's like get there and i mean i mean i've tested sidebars and ads and affiliate ads and the thing and none of that stuff works because people are focused on the content so everything has to be within the content for them and that's where the call to action is for me right in the content that's great that's such good information to (laughs) <laughs> Again, what are you doing? You're just over here just teaching people. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> do you offer any services outside of just the content creation? Like do you do you try to sell like a service? Or you a know, I, I I don't anymore. I, I, I took the step and got out of sometimes I wonder why I did it, but you know, hey, you know, we, we all do crazy things. But I sure. did step away from all services. I thought I just don't want to do this anymore. I'm just gonna monetize a blog. And there's been challenging times. I mean it's it is a challenge to monetize your blog totally. But yeah, I just you know, I've I'd been in the service space for probably Oh, I don't know, 25, 30 years. And I just was getting burnt out. And that doesn't help me. That doesn't help the clients or anything. So I knew I needed to step back. And sometimes I miss it because of the, it's, yeah, the income was a lot steadier and a lot, you know, more of a stream. And I've never been in the products space Mm -hmm. except for, you know, maybe eBooks or trying online courses and stuff. But, you know, like I said, I've, I've tried it all and experimented and I've found my groove, but it's, you know, it is, it's, it's constant, constant work. 
Yeah, oh, without a doubt, absolutely. So also like just changing directions. You've, you've kind of, you start on one thing and maybe over time that doesn't interest you anymore, which is another big thing. Like to, to do this type of content and to generate this amount of content that you do, it can't just be something that you're doing only for the sake of earning money. Like you have got to love what you're writing about. Yeah. Yeah. You really do. And you got to be interested. And I think it is that part of that you enjoy. I, I, when I used to do workshops and I'm sure you can relate to this totally because you don't see it on your blog is when you're teaching a workshop in person and those people, you see those, you know, the light bulb go on or the, aha, uh-huh, Oh, yeah. that's what I do. And those are the moments. So I, I kind of live precariously through those, remembering those moments and hoping that's what, because I, I'll be at a, a word camp, for example, and somebody will mm-hmm. come up to me and I don't know them from Adam and they'll say, you know, I've been wor- reading your blog for five years, Bob. And I've, I've learned so much and it's just like, wow, cool. Thank you for saying yeah. that. You know, I'm so glad to hear that and stuff. So it, it, it is a little bit disconnected because people don't comment as much and you don't right. get that interaction. But I, I know it's there and I know by the traffic and by people that I meet that it is helping them. So that that's all good. Which is great. And you are, are pretty popular on Twitter as well. So, I mean, you do still get some of that interaction with the right. folks because I agree, like people just don't come and write comments unless you, uh, you know, unless you're, do. let's not even get into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know where you You know, <laughs> yeah. But, the, you know, just the content creation and knowing that somebody is out there uh, and listening and benefiting from it. That it is, it's fantastic. I, I speak at our WordPress meetup just about every month and yeah, you do. You, you just love that little, like you can see when something clicks in somebody's head and they just go, ah, oh, yes, I got it. And it is, it's so much fun. I've had people, uh, I taught somebody something at, um, at the meetup. I stayed after and I showed her something. It was like literally 10 minutes of my life to help her out the next month she came back she brought like a, I think she brought me a bottle of rum and you know, like <laughs> people don't understand how valuable that one little piece of knowledge is that gets them kind of over that that hurdle that they're at where they're they just get stuck so yeah. I mean that's something that you've been doing for a, a very long time and um, yeah it's 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 commendable yeah not having the services to fall back on is, I mean, this is, this puts, I mean, it, this is a full-time job, right? Yeah, yeah. Is a full-time yeah. job. And I don't think people kind of get that either. Like that's, you know, oh, you're just writing a blog. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it's much yeah. more than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a favorite type of content that you like building? Like, do you, do you like writing blog posts or do you, do you like shooting videos or? You know, I think I'm still the blog post guy. Yeah. You know, I, I just, it's just, you know, videos, I like videos. I, I'm just not as enamored by videos as as everyone else is, you know. Mm-hmm. And and like I said, I, I can do videos, but I'm not, um, I just don't have the energy or the desire to be entertaining in a video. <laughs> so it's, it's like, you know, that the podcasts I'm enjoying. I love, I love doing the podcasts. Yeah. They're fun. And uh, I was always told when 
throughout my life, I was always told I should either be a DJ or a minister because of my voice. And so I thought, finally, you know, years and years later, I do podcasting, which um, I'm able to actually use that a little bit. But um, yeah, that was kind of a bit overdue. I had people prompting me even around 2008, 2009 to start a podcast. And I just didn't have the bandwidth or the energy to do it. It it took me a while to get into it. I've always enjoyed podcasting. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I love blogging because I do like that, uh, that, that doing a deep dive into a subject prior Mm -hmm. to doing the writing. So I, I really enjoy that because, and I've always felt that when I'm, when I'm the, most connected to the WordPress meetup is when I'm the most connected to my blog. And that's also the time when I'm kind of pushing my skill set forward the most as mm-hmm. well. Just as yeah. you're fully wrapped up in it 24 seven. Mm-hmm. And so that, I think that is a, a, a big, big part of it. Um, was going somewhere with that particular topic. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Why I like the podcast so much is because I like not just learning about a particular subject, but I like learning what other people use. Like what mm-hmm. tools are you using? And what, and those are types of conversations that don't necessarily happen. Um, like, you know, sometimes we, you know, we get the hallway track at, uh, at a word camp or something like that, where we just kind of get to break off and have those conversations. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in something like this, it's fun to just be able to uh, have a conversation and then put it out there because I think a lot of other people, get to pull little snippets from this and it can be an entertaining, but a learning experience as well. And so for me, that's, that's the big part of podcasting that I like. Right. I agree. So let me ask you, speaking of tools, what are some tools that you use for podcasting? Uh, Yeah. Calendars, uh, podcasting, uh, blogging, anything specific you use? Yeah. You know, I use, um, Let's see, for my editorial calendar, I use the, what, that free plugin, the editorial calendar. Is that what it's called? I think it is. It's I think a, so. Yeah, it, it does a, the job. I used to have something a little bit more elaborate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to, actually, I used to use CoSchedule. And it was a bit overkill for me, you know, being a single one person. I mean, I wasn't like had a team in any, anything. So, so I use that. I use... Um, um, of course, you know, various plugins and stuff. Uh, podcasting, I, I've used, uh, I use, let's see, how do, my process in podcasting is kind of weird because I will actually, you know, record the podcast and use Zoom or mm-hmm. I use Ringer sometimes. I, I, that's a subscription service. Uh, it's really a nice service that I'm hoping to get back into. But, um, but once I have the, I, I actually um, go in, take it into Camtasia and edit it. People go, what in the world are you doing? Because I've used Camtasia for so long. I can even just audio, I can edit really good in that. And so I do that. And then I actually, I export it. And then I do it in GarageBand. Mm-hmm. I do a final few tweaks in GarageBand. And then I put it in uh, Phonics. I don't know if you've ever had... Um, that. it's an online service where you upload it and it kind of balances things automatically it just oh. does this kind of generates a balance of the levels of sound and then then I'm ready to you know actually do it I don't spend as much time editing as I used to right. with podcasts uh, let's see what other tools um, 
oh, I'm trying to think of what other tools. Well, I will say real quick, one of the things that you said that is, uh, again, those little nuggets of, of wisdom is you talked about Camtasia, which isn't something that folks today might necessarily just pick up as the starting point for, for it, <laughs> but it's what works for you. And this yeah. is another important one where I've seen this happen all the time. People will talk to, um, you know, they'll always ask like when somebody puts out a video, Oh, well, what's your, what's your setup? What's, what are, what mic are you using? What headphones are you using? Mm-hmm. And really, you know, when, when it kind of gets back to it, it's use what you have, use what you're comfortable with, use what's available to you and just produce content. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah, totally agree because it's, yeah, it's, um, it is, it's strange. People will say, oh yeah, Camtasia and some people, Camtasia, what's Camtasia? So then I explained because I've been using it for years for video. Uh-huh. for tutorials and it just i thought why am i gonna get in and start doing something else so so yeah it's um yeah and I, i'm trying to think any other tools you know i'm a mac boy i've been mac forever um mm-hmm. since the early 80s i think so that's that's um you know it's a long time uh i i, I think they're overpriced but what can you say i'll still uh. I'll, I'll still buy them you know i just mac is like I, I don't think i could ever be on a pc again you know what just the way that they all of the apple stuff just kind of seamlessly connects without having oh, to go yeah. download drivers and blah, blah blah like i i don't miss those days at all i switched probably about eight or ten years ago myself and you know it's always that why didn't i do this sooner oh probably because of the cost, but that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. sure. So what type of tips do you give to new folks starting out? Somebody starting a brand new blog or a new site when it comes to content creation? Man, you know, it's, it's, I, it's, it's strange because I, I, I always think I have these kind of standard tips, you know, like, yeah, just, you know, it, it, you, they've changed. That's what, I mean, we've both been in the game mm-hmm. so long and that's what's so funny is you used to be, yeah, regular content is important, you know, um, to put it on on a regular basis. But some people, you know, that just doesn't always work. I, I, I think that, oh man, it's, it's ever changing. And I, I get to the point now that I, I used to always, um, this was one of the interesting things with blogging. When I would do blogging workshops in person, the very first thing I would tell people before I started, I'd stand up in the workshop and I'd say, okay, today I give you permission not to have a blog. And <laughs> I would just kind of pause. And I had more, and my whole idea there was blogging. Yeah, it's great. And sure, in a perfect world, every business would utilize it and it become part of their you know, content marketing strategy, but hey, we don't live in a perfect world. Some people blogging just doesn't work. And I had a lady once come up to me afterwards and she was almost, she got almost got in tears when she was just talking to me. She said, you know, you're the first person that's ever said that to me. I have this coach I hired and she keeps saying blog, blog, blog. And she says, I wake up in the middle of the night. My stomach is tied in knots because I'm thinking, what am I going to write about? And I said, whoa, I said, you <laughs> Put it aside. I said, there's other ways you can figure out how to market your business, other tools. Maybe you'll come back to it. So that was, I think, the biggest thing was always don't 
you know, these are tools. You're going to find that it worked for you and it, or it doesn't work for you. And don't feel, I mean, when somebody says, you know, every business should have a blog, I just, I just shudder because I think that's putting too much pressure on people. And especially small businesses that have limited resources. Limited resources. There it is. Exactly. This is the thing. Every one of these things is a great idea. Writing a blog post? Absolutely. Writing content on a regular basis? Awesome. Great. If you have the resources. If you're doing it just for the sake of doing it, it's going to be crappy. It's yeah. not going to work. And that's not going to, it's not yeah. going to sell your business. That's not going to drive more traffic. You know, that's, that's you forcing it. And I mean, that's, that's the way it is with everything in business, not just blogging and not just content creation. You can't just do something for the sake of doing it. Your heart has to be in it. The content has to be right. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. that is great, great advice. I love that. Yeah. And I think it's the same with video, podcasting, all of that, especially podcasting. Now everybody's just pushing podcasting. It's like Mm -hmm. the thing to do. And I know there's people that just tell me there's no way I can get on and talk. I can't do it. I just can't do it. It just, it ties me up in knots. It's nerve wracking. And I, I think, you know, maybe sometime you'll feel the adventure adventurous and dive into it. But if it's that much of a barrier, just don't worry about, you know, find those things. And, you know, if you're able to pull in other resources and do it great, but you know, we, we tend to get in these um, streams of, you know, this is what you should be doing. This is what you should be doing. And I think it puts more stress on people than we, we need to put on them. So right there, the main takeaway, do what's comfortable, do what fits for you. And if it doesn't, just drop it off yeah. the list for now. Maybe it'll come back. Yeah, there's a lot of tools out there that you can use, a lot of different mediums yep. that you can get the, the word out. So find what, what works for you. And I find people do that a lot with social media too. They're like, oh, well, we have to be on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Pinterest, Google+. I'm like, man, just why don't you just go to the one or two that you're, that you're on regularly and make those your go-to. And if you decide to add another one down the line, only do it when it fits to what you have time to actually commit to doing. That part's not rocket science. Yeah, exactly. That's my mantra with um, um, social media. Exactly that. Yep. So do you have any uh, upcoming events or speaking of events, that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was a while back you did something that um, I'll be honest with you. When I first heard about it, I'm like, holy cow, this is going to be a little crazy. 48 hours of content over the course of two days, you produced, uh, you released a a piece of content every hour. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't just blog posts. It was, post video, mm-hmm. et cetera. What was the idea behind that? Like how did that you know, come about? You know, actually it was, it was interesting because I was talking to somebody and I believe it was, um, um, I was kind of sharing this idea with uh, Morton mm-hmm. and he said, Oh, you're like the NPR of WordPress. <laughs> and I, I thought about that. And so I had this idea of, of creating like um, a donor, you know, you would become a donor. So that was going to be my donor drive. Well, that was the initial thought. And then as I got more into the content, I just, you know, got devoured by the content. 
And I, and then when I stepped back, I thought, well, I can't really, I, I know this community. I know the WordPress space. I know content. I don't think I can bank on this being, you know, being a donor base, you know, this being all focused on that. Yeah. So my, my idea was, okay, what I'm doing here is creating a lot of content. It's not going to be, it's, it's crazy to do, but it's not, no matter what happens, nothing but good can come out of it. Cause I'm going to have 48 more pieces of content sure. and that content can be like we talked about earlier, repurposed, whatever. So I just thought, I'm just going to go for it. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to kind of do the donor thing, see, kind of fit that in, but I'm not going to just shove it in people's faces like yeah. you know, the, um, the drives, like the Jerry Lewis marathon or something. Right, right. So, so I, 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 I just, I decided it became almost a challenge to myself. Can I do this? Can I, yeah. you know, manage this, get some people, other people to throw in some content, but I wanted most of it to come from me and, and come up with the ideas. I did this, you know, 48 pieces of content. I mapped it all out. I wanted to make it some variety, mm -hmm. um, podcasts with variety, you know, community, educational, whatever. And yeah, it just, I mean, I'll probably never do it again. You know, it was <laughs> that was going to be my next yeah, question. It was way too much. I mean, it was fun to do. And it yeah. was extremely, it put me behind on my regular content. Sure. A lot, I was going to say how much, how much, effort went into producing that. Yeah, it was just constant, you know, and I had yeah. some ideas that I didn't do, you know, there were some videos I was going to do that didn't quite pan <laughs> out. And so there was, you know, a few holes, a few things that ball got dropped last minute. And so it was, it was fill it up somehow and just do yeah. it. And I did it. And, it, you know, afterwards it was just like, wow, okay, I did that. Okay. Now time to move on. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. So it was, it was fun. It was something nobody had really done in the space. Yeah. That, you know, it, it can't do anything, but like I said, the results can't be anything but good because it's, I got extra content. I kind of got a little bit of buzz out there. People are sure. like, saying, Oh, that's different. And so, you know, just another, just another PR move, you know, good move. And like I said, yeah. it was, it was fun too. So the next time you do this, I know you said you'll never do it again, but let's, let's be serious. Yeah. The next time you do this, what you should do is kind of document that process. And then like that last, uh, the last one or two pieces of content that you end up putting out could be a, uh, you know, here's, here's what really goes into doing something like this. Yeah. And I did wrap, I did do a wrap up post on it mm -hmm. and I can't even remember what I said in it. You know, it's, it seems like forever ago already, but um, yeah, it would be interesting kind of back. And afterwards there was a lot of, you know, Oh, well, I should have done like back bloopers or back scene or you know, <laughs> for sure swearing at the computer or something. I don't know what, you know, would be, but yeah, there, there was some other things that if I did it again, there'd probably be some other aspects, just like you said, that would be like, yeah. eh, that might be fun to throw in there. So what other events do you have coming up? Any traveling for any word camps or anything yeah, like that? You know, I, I've been, I haven't traveled a lot for word camps. So I'm, um, I've, I've really cut back on word camps and yeah. it's just, um, the traveling, I'm just getting to the point in my life where I just don't like to travel as much as I used to. So in November, Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, both have theirs a week apart and they're both, okay. I'm right in the middle of them. So I'm about a three hour drive from both of them. 
So I'll be able to drive. And then WordCamp US, I'm, you know, I've gone to every one of those. I'm kind of looking for a sponsor. I usually get a sponsor for WordCamp US. Mm -hmm. If that may transpire, I'm not sure. But yeah, it's, it's, I'm a little bit more low key on conferences, you know, WordCamps these days. So I don't quite to as many as I used to. Same here. I've uh, I've really kind of stuck to the ones that uh, I'm I'm based in Vegas, so anything that's kind of within a you know several hours drive, so Phoenix and Southern California and Reno is actually a much larger drive than I think people give it credit for. So from here, so yeah, that one is a little. But they haven't exactly been doing their their steady either. So it's not like I'm missing a ton of them. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do hope to run into you at uh, at a ward camp. Yeah, um, hopefully. Maybe uh, Portland. I'm a big fan of Portland. Yeah, that's, it's always a fun. It's a day long, and it's just yeah. You you can't you know. I I love. It's weird because they're both you know. Like I said, I I'm right in the middle where I mm-hmm. live now between the two, and I always I always like Portland. I like the people there. It's a fun town, fun city, I should say. And um, yeah, it's it's good times. So if people are interested in getting in touch with you, uh, what's the best way? Yeah, um, you know, actually, um, bobwp.com. And I always say what it says on my business card. If somebody asked me for my business card, I hand it to it and it says, just Google Bob WP. There you go. <laughs> well, I think we'll leave it with that. Bob, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back with another episode of the Hawk Talk Podcast soon. Bye.